Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning to all. It's your boy, Wild Wayne. It's a big weekend in the Crescent City. Lots of great stuff going on. You know, there's some entertainment things going on, but there's also some very important cultural things going on in the city. And uh, I say cultural art centers at the forefront on this one. Today on the line, we have the chief equity officer, Miss Asali Ecclesiastes on the line. How are you? Hey, Wayne, I am doing wonderful. So happy to be talking with you today. How are you? I am good. I'm good. You you always got a light shining. I haven't seen you since that little private dinner we went to uh, with all of the, the culture bearers of the city that hold it down for music, but you do so much more. And I want you to share that with the public, some of the things that uh, Ashe Cultural Arts Center does and, and some information about today's Ma'afa commemoration. So what is Ashe all about for those that may not know? Well, I say um, it's blessed to have such an expansive mission. We are all about the people, places, and philosophies of the African diaspora. And so that can take us in so many um, different directions of both art and culture and expression, um, in addition to community development and community wealth building, um, as well as advocacy and activism work. So, you know, we wholeheartedly embrace all of that and look for every opportunity um, to bring these conversations, these issues, um, these celebrations to the public square um, for consumption and for consideration by society at large. And you know what? I think, like, your job and your mission at ASHA is of so much importance, especially in today's times because so many people are unaware of the contributions of the African diaspora, especially to New Orleans and, and to America as a whole, but it gets whitewashed and or erased, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, yeah, there's a very intentional, you know, um, narrative that um, erase, erases, ignores, um, you know, reframes you know, the um, black experience in America, because to treat that experience with honesty um, also reframes the experience of whiteness um, in America, right? Mm -hmm. And that is often an uncomfortable conversation for our um, fellow citizens who happen to be white. Right, right. And and I think uh, it... To me, as as an adult, obviously, it's it's far different from when I was a young man, when I was a child. Like, it seems like with the advent of uh, maybe more books and social media and the World Wide Web, a lot of the stories that were attempted to be hidden have now kind of come forward a little bit more. And maybe, yes, yes. especially in this I'm going to say this little it's an interesting period in the last oh, yeah. uh, uh, 24 months, let's say. Um, oh, yeah. It seems like there was an, uh, an awakening by a lot of uh, black people, especially to dig deeper than the surface 
Um, I think even like the the Tulsa the Tulsa massacre mm-hmm. that had been hidden mm-hmm. for so long. Uh, and a lot of people knew about it, but people didn't know how drastic it was. And I think that's yeah. just one little snapshot of the many things that have been hidden. So once again, man, thank you for doing what you do at Ashe. And and I think more people need to be involved and find out the things that you have going on, like this social justice summer, the Ma'afa yeah, commemoration. Yeah. Tell us about those as well. Well, I'm glad that you asked about that. As you were talking, um, I was excited to is I'm like, yes, this is why we're doing the um, Social Justice Summer, right? And um, fortunately, I have our Chief Creative Officer here with us, um, Frederick Woods de la Jusque, as uh, everybody knows him in the city. We, you know, really wanted to um, take a moment to reflect on this movement that we are currently in mm-hmm. um, and really apply the lens of art and culture to not only celebrating and reflecting on the moment, but to keeping the momentum going, doing our part, right, to keep the momentum going. And I'm going to let Will tell you a little bit about um, the theme of this year's um, Alpha. Okay, my good friend, Hollywood. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, my brother. Good to, good to hear from you, as always. And, um, you know, the Alpha theme this year is uh, polyrhythmic, the movement of our people. And it's a multi-pronged conversation that I'm trying to have artistically and creatively uh, with the community in terms of, how we move, right? So movement of our bodies, whether it's flight or flight or dance, and how dance is a critical uh, piece that we use to connect and, as collectively and, and individually. We, we in New Orleans, of course, know how much dance is important to us, and, and, and it's a, it a healing ritual. And then also the movement of geographics, right? So our folks from continent to continent, whether forced or unforced, the migratory movement of our folks from south to north to west, and then also the social movements that you all have been discussing, how social movements uh, can create a, a world that's filled with equity and justice and, and freedom and those, those good words that we like to use a lot, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's important because movement is not always just the walking or 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 the throwing motion, but like you said, the movements of the people and the things that affect them and the things that they want to move towards in the future is so, so critically important, I think, to... Uh, knowing where we're going and where we're going to end up. So, I, I mean, I appreciate the fact that you guys are doing it. Um, tell tell us a little bit more about maybe some of the more intricate parts. Like today you have some events going on and you have some important people that are involved. Yeah, so um, in speaking of the movement and speaking of, you know, where we're going, it's most important for that to be informed by where we have been. Mm-hmm. And um, it's in today uh, the reflection is about, the journey of our ancestors during the transatlantic slave trade and what that meant to them as individuals, to them as tribes and nations, um, to them as collective African diaspora folks, what that meant for their daily journey, what that meant for every decision that they had to make as human beings, the pain, the oppression, um, but also the perseverance and what we um, owe to that pain, you know, what is our contribution to honoring that and to making sure that it, you know, is not and will not be in vain. Right, right. And and this is a, a commemorative piece today. You you guys will be uh, doing something shortly uh, over at Congo Square starting at 8 a.m.? Yes. That's correct. So we'll tell them who's going to be with us. Yeah. Uh, so, so many of our cultural icons and, and, and folks who bring about the, the spirit and the healing rituals of, of our, you know, of our community. So we have Kambuka African Dance and Drum Collective. We have Nkapu and Kulu, traditional African dance folks. 
We have, uh, of course, Arthur Freddie Williams Evans. We have Dr. Denise Graves. We we have uh, Baba Luther Graves, who, of course, is a master percussionist and drummer. We have our co-founder, the founder, of course, Mama Carol B. Bell, who started this whole thing 20-some-odd years ago. Uh, so many folks will be out, you know, uh, our Grand Griot. Each year we do a Grand Griot, which, uh, you know, Griot is the folks who from our continent was a storyteller who who was the library, so to speak, of the village. And uh, every each year we present someone at the Grand Griot and Mama Harris Harrison, who is uh, you know, uh, guardian of the Flame Institute the uh, the Institute, uh, will be honored. Um and it'll just be uh, a really spiritual moving dedication to our ancestors through movement, through dance, through drums, through creativity, through artistry and of course through spiritual and cultural healing. Okay, and that's from 8 to 11 at Congo Square, but there is a second piece as well over at Waldenburg Park at, starting at 1? Yeah, correct. Usually, uh, you know how we do in New Orleans. We take it to the street. Right. So normally, in, in regular time, uh, we would process from <laughs> Congo Square. Right. We stop at various um, sites that were significant to uh, the enslavement of our folks and transatlantic slave trade along the way, and we give folks the knowledge and the history of those important spaces so that they know where the sacred spaces are as they're traveling the, uh, the great streets of our city. And then we end our procession at the river where we do a, you know, convocation, invocation uh, to our ancestors and everyone gets uh, a moment to really honor them and call their names and then we toss flowers into the river so that they also receive their flowers even though that they're no longer with us, but we know that they were so that we might be. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. I want to make sure I got that information covered so folks could know about it. 8 a.m. at Congo Square, that goes till 11, and then starting at 1 over at Waldenburg Park. Uh, but I think there is a pretty important question that I have for you guys, uh, mm-hmm. and it's in regards to Congo Square. Of course, that has been a hot-button topic as of late. Um, mm-hmm. as some leaders of the city have attempted to make that the space for uh, City Hall. Um, mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on, on that that whole thing? Well, you know, um, my thought on the whole thing is really about a whole thing and, you know, holistic. So, you know, of course, City Hall is not the right thing for Congo Square and Armstrong Park. But even more importantly, it's the right thing for leaders to listen to their citizens and to the residents that they're supposed to represent. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right, and right. And so to do something like that so audaciously, um, without conversation, without consent and consultation, is the real problem for me. And represents a really lost opportunity because, you know, if you had come to community correctly, you know, as you go to other communities, if you had given this community the dignity and the um, respect and the forethought that you so amply and easily give to other communities, you may have come to some kind of, um, you know, conversation and some kind of creative, because if nothing else, we are creative. Yeah. And, yeah. and a willingly cooperative people, right? And so you could have come to something that could have really been great for the community and for the city and for the seat of government. But because you came so disrespectful, um, there's no basis for uh, a trusting conversation. Right. And I just didn't understand for the life of me, this money has been sitting around for over 15 years and there have been multiple opportunities and spaces and places that could have uh, been utilized for a new and more modern city hall. But that just seemed like the most odd spot to want to do it because of the spiritual basis of that area. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's been uh, – everyone knows that. I, I just kind of it, – it, I don't know. It, it really, but it's not. But it's not new, though. You know, and 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 this is the thing that make you know that a lot of this stuff, Wayne, is not about color. It's not about black and white. It is about have and have not. It's about powerful and powerless. It's about getting your way and not getting your way. The current city hall sits on um, a neighborhood, one of the first black neighborhoods in this country that is almost was almost as old as Tremé, the neighborhood where. Um, Louis Armstrong was born and raised, you know what I'm saying, not far from where Buddy Bolden, you know, um, grew up. And, and that's where the current city hall is. And, you know, they took people's land at that time. And, um, you know, and, and so we know our fate if city hall comes to our, our neighborhood. And you can't tell us any different because you're not doing anything any differently, right? right. Um, and so it's time, you know, for a larger conversation in this city, you know, in this majority black city um, to have policies that benefit us. And we know it's possible because right now most of our policies do not benefit us. They're written, they're by design, right? So we can we can redesign. Hmm. Absolutely. Well said. Um, I want I, what she said. Um, I wanted to I just wanted to touch on that, but I didn't want to take away from the other things that you have going on, obviously, with Ashe and with uh, the social justice summer, uh, my AFA commemoration today. Uh, but before we do end up, um, you have more things going on with the social justice summer because it's, it's three months. So we're, we're, yeah. we're starting July now, but you have stuff for the remainder of the month in August. Uh, anything you can share with us about that? Yeah, Wayne, it's a, it's a series of concerts and conversations. It's panel discussions. It's um, art exhibitions. Um, you know, so much stuff. You'll, you'll get to hear from people like Sonny Patterson. Uh, you'll get to hear people from uh, young folks like the Training Up and, and Dominic Scott. Uh, you'll also get to see some work by Jessica Strahan and uh, Lionel Milton and, you know, some phenomenal artists all over the city who are really coming to this conversation because, you know, the social justice summer, the whole concept behind it was really about thinking about where we were last summer, thinking about the, the, the feelings and the and emotions that we were in and how do we reclaim our summer uh, through the process of black creativity and black excellence and black joy. Um, so we reclaiming our summer, we reimagining our summer through the eyes of justice, through the eyes of creativity, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, all you folks in the, in the listening area and all the folks who love Wayne, listen to Wayne, yeah. will come and enjoy this, uh, this phenomenal event with us. And, and they can get more information online at what at what uh, URL? That's at achenola.org. That's A-S-H-E-N-O-L-A dot O-R-G. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, for more details on, on what's going on today and upcoming events. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to share that information with me and the public, my man, Hollywood and Asali Ecclesiastes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Put on y'all white and come kick it with us today. Love you, Wayne. I, I love you back, man. Y'all keep doing uh, the good thing out there and we'll be back. You know what? You guys got to check back in with me on some of the other stuff you got coming up for the remainder of the month in August. Okay. Oh, guaranteed. Absolutely. And we'll be back with more. Keep those radios locked in. It's Q93. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.